1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only F1 podcast that is only ever on full wets.
2: Aww.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, selling weather systems to F1 teams since 2015. Yep, yeah, we just like like got McLaren on
2: engine. board this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that has now won your heart 100 times. It's probably more. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, like Alonzo, we cut all the boring bits like corners.
0: not listeners corner which will be appearing as usual we've done a focus group and it turns out
2: everything we do is shit
1: (laughs) i'm g graz and today from my incredible new house where i live with my incredible new husband we'll be talking about the incredible new russian grand prix which is now exciting norris was winning until he wasn't Verstappen was losing until he wasn't and Hamilton wasn't making the most of it until he was anyway we'll cover that and anything else that happens to pop up along the way that is all to come Joining me is a motoring journalist who is ill. It is Phil Tromans.
0: This isn't actually news because I'm basically ill all the time now because it turns out small children going to nursery with other small children basically just breed germ warfare and bring it home. I feel like I've had a cold for about a year.
1: Alongside him is a man who is also ill. Oh, for fuck's sake,
2: Terry, what is wrong with you? Well, I might have COVID. Ah, but I'm not sure.
0: If only there was a test.
2: I have had five Schnell tests, which is what we call Schnell tests, <laughs> and three home tests, and they've all come back negative. Right, so you probably but haven't. Really, I'm really tired.
0: Okay. I'm not feeling very well. Oh, well, yeah, same. Sounds like you're a bit so I, I also don't have COVID, so you might but, just be a parent.
2: But I do know a couple of people who have got COVID, and I've been out with them in various capacities, so I'm... Freaking out a little bit. So, today I paid for, with my own hard earned sponsor money from f- Formula One's sake, a PCR test, which in Germany costs 50 fucking euros.
1: Whoa. That's supposed Ooh, to be on beer, Terry.
2: Well, they, they did let me drink the bit of fluid that's in there. Good.
1: I have been on my honeymoon. Thanks for asking. Um, oh, yeah. Where'd you go? Oh. Well, I decided to go on an exotic trip to the Scottish Borders.
0: Oh, when you say you carlisle? decided to go did you go with i went alone
1: i decided okay. it was have you ever been to the scottish borders yes. i've
2: been to hang on there's carlisle and there's another depressing town mm. i've been to Genre. where i i did comedy gigs and died so hard
1: uh i went on honeymoon on my own in a place called Denholm. it's it's an absolute shithole and, where's um, Tom? Where's Tom? Actually, he was with me, but he wishes he wasn't. I didn't research anything before I went, other than... As book- is what? The
0: podcast. Other motor, than... Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you could have taught me better. I didn't book anything other than an alpaca trekking day. Um, and I didn't realise <laughs> that there <Audrey's> was...
0: that
2: <laughs> <dead> on Peru. <laughs>
1: I didn't realise that there was nothing to do in this place.
0: It's a village in Scotland. What did you expect? I don't know. It wasn't that alpaca that died, was it?
1: (laughs) Oh, the one of TB? Uh, Well, these were alive, but I don't know. You talking about being ill, I could have TB now and I'm not moaning, am I? That would be
2: the most cheeky holiday ever. Mm. We went to this place. The only attraction is an alpaca, which uh, just got put down the week before we got (laughs) there.
1: Okay, it's listeners' corner time, but only if you're sure you can manage it on these tyres. Let's start with lovely Lando Norris, who was all set at the Russian Grand Prix for his first win, with a brilliant pole position and a dominant drive, right up until his team didn't check the weather forecast. Now, Joshua Jake Stewart said, Great race until it rained, then the whole thing became a great Greek tragedy. I guess it was poetic that the rain gave Norris a chance, and then the rain took it away again. I don't know, it just left me feeling sad. And then Ray Glennon said, Am I the only one? who checked the McLaren group's job board this morning to see if they were hiring a new meteorologist and Nick Peppel said in F1 Lando loses the race right at the end on the same day in IndyCar McLaren's contender for the title is taken out by a backmarker at the season finale thus losing the championship the racing gods have decided to smite McLaren for their Monza hubris
0: well lots well. to talk about there <sighs> poor old Lando lovely lovely Lando <sighs> Was it, though? Unlucky Lando. Was he? <laughs>
1: Who do you think went wrong here? Tell me.
0: McLaren's Lando Norris.
2: No, McLaren's mm,
1: Interesting. No, Not- they
2: said, do you want to come in? He was like, no, I'm having too much fun because it's like playing on the computer game, isn't it? But on the computer that- game, you can't get hurt.
0: They didn't say you should pit. They said, do you think we should have inters? They said, because I went back and I listened to the radio like a spod, they <sighs> said the rain is going to continue at this intensity. Mm. So they basically said... You see how much it's raining now, it's going to carry on raining just like that. And he was like, no, this is fine, I can do this then. So he said, no, I won't come in, I'll stay out, because I don't think under these conditions I'm going to lose 25 seconds, or whatever it is I'd lose by pitting. The trouble was, it rained more. Mercedes knew it, McLaren should have known it. If they'd have told Lando, he'd have gone, right, I'm going to come in, I'm going to win the race like a cool guy. But they didn't, so he didn't, and he didn't.
2: Still, he should have pitted. I would have pitted. <laughs> you would have, <laughs> okay. I know he was, got. Yeah, Lewis. yeah, but the thing is, this is my thinking at the time, right? Lewis Hamilton, this year, has been making mistakes. Yes. So if I was Lando Norris, I would pit to let Lewis Hamilton go in front of me. He still had enough gaps to come back out in second, I think, I'm guessing. And then Lewis Hamilton would have fucked it up and gone into a wall, because that's what his year's been like. Mm. So Norris would have still won the race, and he would have pitted. That's what I'd have done in that situation.
0: Well, hopefully there'll be uh, an opportunity in the new F1 game where you can recreate famous situations to see what you would do. Actually, that's a great idea. We should get in touch with Codemasters.
2: Well, they did do a version of that years ago, but it was all a bit... Because what I want in a new Formula 1 game is to get into the driver's head. <coughs> and it, it kind of goes, oh, wiggle the stick if you're starting to bottle it. Oh, are you scared? Oh, press the press the trigger. Oh, no, yeah. what are you going to do? Hamilton's yeah. annoyed you. Drive into him. That's that's an option in the multiplayer. <sighs>
0: yeah, no, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I, I, did, I felt bad for Lando. Ultimately you know it was his decision but he was only going with the information he'd been given and it wasn't good information uh, and it just goes to show that to finish first first do you have to check the weather i didn't know mclaren indycar this year i thought they said that on sky sports and i thought that's a mistake and apparently they are there you go apparently they nearly won it i don't even know who's driving for them at this point indycar is basically american formulary e, isn't it
1: so Amid the heartache for Norris, Lewis Hamilton picked up his 100th win, which is a lot more than anyone else has ever done. Naturally, our Facebook page was full of no one congratulating him. Mike Caddick said, well done to Lewis, but the young guard are snapping at your heels now. And Chris Bain said, great race for action, but a bit boring that after all of that chaos, we a- ended up with Hamilton and Verstappen at the top again.
0: I mean, it's it's impressive, isn't it? It's a, it's a good milestone. It's more than anybody else. It's a nice round number. It's not been a vintage Hamilton year but you know he's grinding it out he's leading the championship
2: I mean 100's just daft though because if you look at the stats it's like Schumacher was on like 70 something and then all there's a huge drop off behind them It was
0: he 91 or something I can't remember now because
2: they've both won multiple championships seven in seasons with like up to like 20 odd races so it's just that idea of their race win number is so ludicrously high and then it kind of the, the drop off and it's like because then you look at someone like Senna who I think so, oh, how many races did Senna win? I'm going to Google it Senna win well, It wouldn't have been that many
0: because the seasons were 41 what, f- 15 races then?
2: Yeah, so Senna was in Formula 1 for like forever Well, until he died obviously. <laughs> 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 10 years he did in Formula
0: 1 And he won 41 races Which just sounds a bit shit now Yeah, fewer opportunities More of an event F1 back then, wasn't it? It wasn't like every weekend like it is now I mean, it's getting a bit exhausting I think that's why I'm ill
1: so Will Hamilton was smashing it, his soon-to-be ex-teammate Valtteri Bottas wasn't. The Finn qualified nowhere, changed to a new engine to help him keep Max Verstappen behind him and then basically waved him through. So Will Bowen said, Does Bottas know he's driving for Alfa Romeo next year and not Alpha Tauri? He seemed to think that being dropped down the order was to provide Verstappen with a toe in an easy pass. James Nethercote said, which was worse, Lando losing his first win or George last year at Bahrain losing his first win? Worth noting that both times Bottas was shit. But Ross Chaplin said, Bottas actually won the race for Mercedes. They pitted him before and saw he was much quicker than the front two and brought Lewis in because of it. That's interesting.
2: But also, James Nethercote, good name by the way. What does that mean? Another coat?
0: Another coat? Just like trousers? Isn't it? it's just trousers? James trousers? Was it
2: just a coat for your coat for your penis?
1: Yeah, like trousers. a little skirt.
2: I was thinking more like a condom, like <laughs> a woolen... a tweed condom.
0: <laughs> a tweed? Oh, we're back in the uh, the Scottish Borders, are we? Aye. <laughs> uh, Bottas had a bit of a shocker, didn't he?
2: What especially is, I was joking on Friday on Twitter that this is called the Valtteri Bottas testimonial race because hasn't he won it every year for the last kind of five years? And he has, and he... it's
0: even called the VTB, like the sponsors yeah, of VTB. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, it's,
2: and it's like he always effortlessly wins it. It's almost like the whole team go, let him have that one. It's like when they let Ringo Starr sing a song on the Beatles. It's just like, go on, go on let him have Russia. <laughs> it's the Ringo of Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that he was so shit is... A measure of how far he's fallen. I mean, he was terrible. We,
0: we never held him in high esteem, but <laughs> no. he's really failed. I, he had he had one job this week, which was to not let Verstappen through, and he didn't even put up the slightest fight. He might he, have just had as well impression. have let him through.
2: You had the impression he didn't even know he was there. He was just like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, what's that thing flying through the sky? Yeah. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Oh, it's him. That was my job. Oh, yes. Yeah, Guys, something just
0: fell off my car. It looked a bit like a Red Bull.
2: Yeah. It's it's the I'll never get to a Red Bull.
0: But what was shabby. worse?
2: Lando losing his first win or George losing his first win? Because they're interesting. Because they're both the team's fault. I say George's is the, George's is the team. Team fucking up, mm. whereas Landos was McLaren's incompetence at buying logistical weather systems. Yeah, which is less exciting on the telly. So I think George.
1: Okay.
0: George's was okay. worse because he wasn't. He, it was his one shot in the car. I mean, as it turns out, not his one shot in the car because he's getting the whole season next year. But mm. at the time, it was is like this he? is your one shot. Jo- oh, yes. conspiracy yes, corner. Yes, yes. No, no, he is. He is. <laughs> Räikkönen. <laughs>
1: So another news, Monaco is no more. Well, one day of Monaco is no more. Traditionally, the Monte Carlo Grand Prix is a four-day event with practice on Thursday, nothing on Friday, and then quali and the race on Sunday. But from next year, practice moves to Friday like everywhere else. And then there'll be support events on Thursdays. So it's still a four-day event, but just in a different order. That's not really news. I don't know why
2: everyone has made such a fuss about it.
0: I was really hoping they were just going to cancel it
2: i say, about no. fucking time, there is nothing more tax-dodgingly elitist than saying, we're going to have a Grand Prix here, but you can't do anything on Friday because we're all fucking well, that's it. Yeah. Eat- killing virgins or whatever they oh, fucking I do. I don't know what they we do. D- just, and fucking, you know, we're, yeah. we're all on our fucking yachts, fucking getting people, you know, spinning things on the floor and getting a servant to clean it up because we've got the power. <laughs> oh, we can't have a fucking! Like, why don't they have a rake Why don't they have practice on a Friday? What's the reason they always get?
0: Isn't it some religious or national holiday or something? Ah, oh, fuck them! <laughs> wow, Vitrially You know what I found out the, the other Monag- day? You,
2: you know which I live near, which is where the Formula E race was. Yes, Hoferfeld is bigger than Monaco. Wow! So fuck you, Monaco. It's wow. my local park. is bigger and less. There's less yachts, admittedly. <laughs> yeah, fewer.
0: Yeah. Fuck oh! you, Phil.
2: Oh, my God. Oh. And uh, you know what? I want to see 21 Monaco Grand Prix of the year uh, just to fuck you off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, for my insistence on correct grammar? Is it correct?
2: Uh, it's correct in the old style of not understanding how people actually talk. Yeah, you got to get all the times, scram- man.
0: The old style when people were right, Yeah. <laughs>
1: finally anyway, there is a new F1 uh, documentary out on Netflix no not Drive to Survive it is called Schumacher and it is a look at the career and the life of 1996 Formula Nippon champion Ralph Schumacher ha just a little joke there because Ralph was mostly shit it is about Michael have you guys seen it
0: yes
2: what did it you was think fucking shit wow oh why wow. did you think it was shit one the fucking captions were all over the place they were
1: Mm, I did. Yeah. When they
2: kept going, yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is James Allen. He's a commentator. Oh, this is James Allen. No, he's not a commentator. He's like a, a executive. Now. Oh, this is James Allen. He's <laughs> like a mate. You know, here's any yeah. He's, yeah. The team. he's the TV. He's oh, he's Ralph Schumacher brother. here's Ralph Schumacher driver. wait well, <laughs> He's brother and driver. Yeah, yeah. Just put in the fucking caption. Ralph. Anyone watching? Anyone watching this knows who the fuck Ralph Schumacher is. <laughs> and. It was just so tackily done. The music in it was so fucking awful. It just of like going, oh, we're going to have a dramatic bit now. Turns out without all the Netflix cameras, Formula One coverage isn't very dramatic. Put some like computer game music on the background. (laughs) Oh, and just, it was boring. (laughs) And then they tease the whole thing at the end. like They're going, oh, they've revealed in the documentary some things on Harry Michael is and all this stuff. But then he gets to it and it's just his wife going, oh, you know. He's a bit different these days. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Are we still the same Michael, except, you know, can't talk or move, It's just, it was just- But
1: we're giving him some privacy, which is the bit
2: I like. Yeah, we're giving him some privacy. And like, you know that anyone who's not a Formula 1 fan watching that is watching it. They're skipping through to get to the bit where they can see him in a wheelchair. And it's like, it's not happening. Yeah. And it was just, and the thing is, Schumacher's story is, I'm sorry, a little boring.
0: Well, have you seen it, Chica?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What did you make of it? I
1: thought it was, I thought it was good. It was nice to go back and see, uh, see everything, things you forget. There was a bit where David Coulthard talked about um, their run in, and he was like, "Yeah, it." I don't think it was uh, entirely um, m- my fault. I, I don't think. <laughs> but clearly he was like fucking bastard it was totally his
2: fault and then they cut to that clip of the two of them on stage doing something it's like look yeah. clearly <laughs> clearly they like each other in this thing filmed before the incident we're talking about yeah. oh it was awful i think the thing is from a stylistic point of view we've been spoiled senna was fucking am- like mm. the, the just the editing and the visuals were amazing the netflix stuff where they've got all these kind of behind the scenes fancy camera angles are amazing this was just like, it was just like a kind of, so I've got a bunch of like VHS, um, like straight to VHS kind of Formula One documentaries from like the late 90s. And it was the same kind of quality of that. This was, if you saw the, a video, a VHS with Schumacher in a charity shop, it could exactly be this. It's not, it wasn't, it didn't feel very modern. It felt wow. very kind of old fashioned. I, d- what did I didn't you feel think quite so? as
0: strongly as that. I didn't feel quite as strongly as that. I broadly agree with Terry's, sentiments that it was just it just felt a bit kind of like it finished and I was like oh is 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 that it I I couldn't understand who it was really aimed at because if it was aimed at Formula One enthusiasts there wasn't that much in there that we didn't already know about his career or about how he is now the uh, the main thing I sort of took away was it where well, there was some cool footage that I hadn't seen before like they clearly raided the Formula One archives and got some cool in-car stuff and you know long longer shots that you wouldn't have seen in the broadcast so I was like okay that's quite cool that's quite to see and I actually thought that the some of the stuff from the home movies is like gave gave him a bit more insight as to what he was like out of the car, and he seems like a nice guy. Because I'll be honest, I've never been a big Schumacher fan. I thought he was a bit of a dick on track. I sort of softened my view to him a little bit. But look, no matter what,
2: no matter what, no matter what's happened with Schumacher over the years, I cannot get behind his jewelry
0: choices. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's the, the trouble with rich people. Um, they they, they you, you, the richer you are the worse your fashion is but the, the the thing is if you if you don't follow f1 and you were turning to this because you'd heard the name and you wanted to know anything about it there was so much in there that just didn't explain it to you unless you knew like it didn't even say as far as i can tell it didn't at any point say that his son's a formula one driver so he's they're, yeah. they're interviewing mick at the end mm-hmm. and he's like i think we could talk the language of motorsport if you if you don't follow f1 he'd be like what what's he talking about i don't understand." Um, there's just so and like, mm. the accident never said what happened to him it's like there was some skiing there was an accident it's like what well, did what happened did he go off a cliff did he fall over did he did he hit you by hit by avalanche what happened like yeah, that it, whole it, bit was so, that, it, they seem to just suddenly skip to the end that whole bit was go, oh, so no, weird sad. Well, and they, it's like well of course that, okay you're sad of course of course you're sad but as a as a sort of insight into Schumacher, i thought it was pretty lacking it was it's worth seeing if you're a formula one fan just for the sort of the the footage that you haven't seen before but i don't think you're going to particularly learn anything new from it one star
2: i'll give it one well in our formula one film reviews it ranks probably above frank (laughs) and below setter so yeah wow
0: yeah how many have you done three nothing and also
2: here's the thing did they not show like an overly graphic clip of senna's crash yeah there was
0: quite a lot of that wasn't there which yeah. considering they didn't show any of anything remotely like even schumacher's uh, leg-breaking crash they didn't really show that much of
1: i blurred the seen, whole thing out
2: so i've seen the Senna crash on youtube when you have one of those late nights of like i want to watch how someone died kind of thing <laughs> but on all the official the Senna documentary and all the kind of official stuff they don't show the fucking impact they show a kind of they cut away and they show like the camera th- the in-car cameras or something but that was just kind of brutal just going and and then he had this rival that he was trying to beat whoops he's dead hey, yeah. Bye. <laughs>
0: it, yeah it was kind of like oh there isn't the wall and there oh here he is working at, he's coming out of the car and here's them loading him into the helicopter and there's the helicopter mm. flying away anyway he died um yeah, I agree. It was, and yeah, I agree with you about the music as well. It was. I was kind of expecting them to start putting "Fix You" by Coldplay in the sad bit, but. <laughs> <you know. Yeah. laughs> and it turns out we can't. Anyway, it's a recommendation overall from me. I don't <laughs> think it is for me. I think no, if you're an F one fan, I think you should see it. But then you probably won't want to watch it again. The the footage I hadn't seen before. I was like, "Huh, yeah, that's cool." And it was in you know upscaled four K, whatever it is, you yeah. know, which looked good. I watched it on my laptop. Oh, okay. No, not so much then.
1: Tell us how wrong they are. You can tweet us at For F1's Sake or find us on Facebook where we're For f one Sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, though, if you think we are right, sure, that is fine. And that is what these people did. Daniel Kedney, who said, pint, pint, pint. Lando definitely needs a pint too after that race. But since he doesn't have a donate button, you'd better have it instead.
2: Oh, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll have it. Yeah, Cheeky, you probably shouldn't have it because me and Phil have both got a cold, so yeah, we oh, need all the beer yeah. we can go. Thanks, Militant guys.
1: Adam McConkey says, a mediocre podcast at best, but outstanding when it comes to bib recommendations. Bought some last week, so here <laughs> is Phil's commission on the sale. Fucking <laughs> <yes. laughs> hell.
0: Bibardo, guys, it's the way to go. If you want to stop a small child getting covered in crap. There's nothing better. Pine, pine, pint. Thank you, Adam.
2: Honestly, I'm going back to the idea where you just want to have some like scrubbing station and like, whenever she eats, just put her outside the front door. Power and, like, tray
0: of bleach. That genuinely would be easier, but I don't think social services would be that happy.
2: Oh, they're really stretched at the minute. I wouldn't worry about it. No, actually, maybe I could get away with it.
1: <laughs> and Kyle Glover, who says, Chico, keeping you two ADD deplorables on track. I mean, it was like watching Ferrari. No bloody strategy for delivery.
0: Is this talking oh, about, this talk, <laughs> this talking oh, about the off, episode Kyle. we did on our own? I thought that was alright. I don't give a
2: shit. Just, just, you know what? We're trying. You know, you try doing a podcast for five years, six with years a now. Limited fan, six years with a limited fan base and a cold. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Kyle. Are you calling
0: You're getting our, your beer money back? Are you Are calling our fan base limited, spesh?
1: look okay you're uh, you're getting pints for bib recommendations i'm getting them for mm. keeping it together
0: yeah and holiday recommendations of where not to go say, what, what are you what
1: are you doing Terry? what are you bringing to this
2: i bring my own fucking beer cause <laughs> in germany there are no fucking shortages how, how are the empty shelves over there La- I mean, lack I'm of co2 supermarket yeah Oh, we've got... Our shelves are just... It's just fucking petrol everywhere. <laughs> just full of petrol. <laughs>
0: They're making just, food out of petrol now, are they? Yeah, so much I mean, of it. Yeah, but... well, that's why I'm ill.
1: Yeah, but you're ill, Terry, but, you know, you'd have to pay to get it sorted out. That's Look,
2: true. Look, the German healthcare system is amazing, and I think it rivals the NHS in every way except for the 277 euros a month I have to pay for it. Ooh, <sighs>
0: wow. Really? Nasty. You just don't notice that because it's all in your taxes, man. I mean, we pay for the NHS, so it's kind of similar. All right. But it doesn't come out of your bank saying NHS every month, and you're like, oh, fuck. I wouldn't have a problem if it did. I haven't
2: been to the doctor in, like, four months. I should go. I'm, I mean, maybe I should just go for this cold just so I can get my money's worth.
0: I was going to say, if you're ill, now seems like a good time to go to the doctor. You know, I've got the British mentality of being ill, which is you never go to the doctor because yeah. uh, you don't want to bother this. That's quite busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My heart has fallen out of my chest. I don't want to bother him. <laughs> Right. anyway thanks kyle and oh yeah sorry <laughs> thanks kyle oh no fuck cheers off, kyle. no
1: thank you kyle i appreciate that and thanks to peter shardlow
0: thank shardlow. you peter <laughs> peter do, shard do your shards hang low candy, sweet. Do info. oh we have
2: degenerated <laughs> i'm degenerated. sorry peter it's, it's, it's like being bullied childhood. in a school playground
0: yeah, Peter's sharp now I was in your socks <laughs> I'm sorry Peter, I don't know All where right. that came from We're ill, we've been drinking But we do appreciate the pint, thank you very much And I'm sorry
1: And to Chris Phillips Make fun of that
0: Screwdriver, he, like he, he brought be us a screwdriver A lesser... cocktail called a screwdriver Because it's a Phillips screwdriver, brilliant yeah, That'll do God, Also Phillips bad. my name, so what a guy And Chris is my name Oh yes. yeah it's Chris. Well, of course, it's short for Christery. Oh,
1: true, yeah. And another Chris. Oh. Chris Stenison. Thanks, Stenison's Chris. my name.
0: <laughs> Can you lend us a Stenison? Lend us a. St-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that was
0: funny. Yeah, it's all right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everyone that's got interesting names. We do have some thank- interesting names in our audience, don't we? Mm. That was one other thing about the Schumacher
2: documentary Was how fucking French Jean-Tot was Oh he's very French like And, how, Ge- and French. how
0: German Willy Weber is as well
2: But when you see Jean-Tot in French With a silk scarf talking French You're <laughs> like fuck me this guy's French
0: Yeah. But also Willy Weber's face he's had a lot of work done
2: He's looking weird isn't he mm. I reckon it's Schumacher <laughs> <laughs> With lots of plastic surgery I don't want to be recognised anymore Well why don't you become your agent <laughs> and Winnie Webber is in a wheelchair <coughs> <laughs> oh, Cut that bit,
1: cut that bit like Right, a okay, moving
2: on <laughs> <Like a> prancing <laughs> Moving
1: on And thank you oh, to Moving on
2: Are Like they have- moved on with his Mercedes career They went, oh, and he came back to Mercedes oh, they it- did. Turns out he left because he wanted to spend time with his family
0: Yeah and How was did that crap. go, mate, eh? <laughs> <sighs> oh, God Are we just going to have a new section where it's just the equivalent of birdsong? <laughs> okay good and
1: thank you to our monthly donors keeping us in beer all year long and this week we are going to celebrate William Boyce thank you Charlie Fraser Jenny and Ralph Brinard, Andrew Cunningham and Bryce Davies and Ah. if you enjoy what we do whatever that is tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint 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 I never I had never a, team a team come, come true, true. Till the, the day that I, I, found, I found you <laughs> Even though that I pretend that I've, I've moved on You'll always, always be, be my, my baby, baby.
2: Ah.
0: Good
1: Mercedes. It's a lot more
2: fun. It's a lot more fun to stop and just watch you two carry on than it is to actually take
0: part in that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the story of the podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton, 100 wins, the championship lead and the first ever driver to win at Sochi outside the top three. But if anybody should be holding up the trophy here, it should be the Mercedes weather person. If it wasn't for the rain, would Hamilton have been able to pass Norris?
0: Possibly not. The way it was going, I mean, Norris said at the end, "It's like no, I kind of, I still had charge left for boost, super duper boost mode, and you know, sort of keeping the gap really." So I think he might have struggled, to be honest.
1: And Norris sounded extremely relaxed on the radio, didn't he? Pre-rain,
0: pre-rain, pre-rain. Yeah, no, he did. Well, he was like, yeah, I'll be fine. Once, and yeah, once it started raining, he said, oh, shut up.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah um, Die. <laughs>
0: um,
2: why do but, they yeah. all have their own weather systems? I don't understand
1: this. Mm. BBC weather. Remember years ago.
2: <laughs> Reliable. Remember one years ago, Max Mosley did this big thing saying, what's ridiculous in Formula One is they spend all this money on like d- different bolts and nuts when they could just get like a standard one, but they're trying to shave a millimetre off to shave a gram here and there. And I'm just like, just give them all fucking just give them all the CFX or something. Just what are they, how much are they facts. spending? Yeah. How much are McLaren spending on weather? That well, not enough. Lost clearly. them a fucking race. Yeah. It'd be like Monday exactly. sun,
1: Tuesday rain. <laughs> they <got a> nice <laughs> they'd be better
2: off. They'd be better off paying someone whose job is to sit on the pit wall, but just like lean back and look at the other team's screens. Yeah, <laughs> that would be more effective. Give me that job for eighty grand a year, and all I've got to do is go. Yes, go right, go right.
0: I think they should like the rules about you know doing away with the uh, radio and stuff. I think they should just leave, they should have like three people that are allowed to post at different places around the circuit, and they've got a walkie-talkie, and they basically have to sit there with just like going, holding their finger up and going.
2: Ooh, not even a fucking walkie-talkie it's semaphore. Yeah, a system of flags.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bibs. Um, or they should have.
2: This podcast is sponsored by Bibarino, <laughs> your subscription bib service. For only eight ninety
0: nine a month, we send you four fucking thousand bibs because that's how many you fucking need. Because babies are disgusting. <laughs> be fucking great if I could get four thousand for eight ninety nine. They're bloody expensive, Bibbados. They're good. How many do you get? How expensive? much is a bib? They're twenty quid. How much is a bib? Twenty quid.
1: Fucking hell. Twenty quid a bib. Yeah. But are you they do bibs, You, do you use from- them forever.
0: Do you remember when you had to go at me? Once she's an adult, probably not, no.
2: Do you remember when you had to go at me for having a £60 haircut? And yes. you're buying bibs for 20.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I've got four of them now, so I don't need any more. You've spent uh, £80 on bibs. <laughs> Mate. Get, of all the things you need to buy for a child, that is a drop in the ocean. Children are very expensive. Jesus. What's the most most expensive thing you've bought for
2: your child? Nursery education. Me and Chica are going to do a local radio show together.
0: (laughs) It's going to be like, hey,
2: so we've got Phil (laughs) Tromers on the line from Hayward Heath. Um, What is the most expensive thing
0: you've bought for your child? Well, I think it's Brexit, uh, Terry. (laughs) Um, Nursery. Nursery is insane. I didn't realise how much nursery cost until I had a, oh, already had a child. Because in Germany, yeah. in Germany, yeah, I, I yeah. actually have no idea. In Germany, <laughs> it, it is significant. Bit. I rather foolishly cheaper. didn't know that you had to pay for it until the child had already arrived, and then they said, "Oh yeah, you got to pay." How much it. I was is like, it? All right. How well, she goes at the moment. Should th- have worn a condom. At the, mo- <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, she goes three days a week, and it's eight hundred pounds a month. Fuck off! Oh yeah. my god! Not, not even one of the expensive ones.
1: Fucking hell, yeah. I could run a nursery. Mm.
2: Welcome to make Phil's new podcast. <laughs> fucking parenting. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing puts me off parenting more than you, Phil.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. I haven't, I haven't got kids and look how happy I am. Sit <laughs> there. <laughs> so what we're saying is, either have kids or don't. It's not what's yeah, important yeah, yeah.
0: to your happiness. <laughs> anyway, well, that's, that's why I'm thinking inside yourself. <laughs> That's why I think that Hamilton <laughs> wouldn't have been able to pass Norris.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, Formula One. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Sorry, I thought we were on fucking parenting then. Uh, yes. So he wouldn't have been able to pass Norris.
0: Well, maybe he would. Okay. Red Bull. We, oh, we, talk, Red uh, we talked Bull. about Bottas, didn't we? Bottas was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Red Bull.
1: Uh, I hadn't actually planned to think about Verstappen much this, se- this week's season. <laughs> this season?
0: <laughs> probably probably should it's have given us ba- some thought. It's that bad research again, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hadn't actually planned to think about Verstappen much this weekend, but you kind of got to give it to him. He qualified 20th and finished in second, which is pretty impressive. Was it his excellent overtakes or the ace team pit timing for inters that meant he got up to second?
0: Timing for inters. I feel like he just skipped a lap.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Well like I Hamilton what, did like a few races back?
2: It was just that thing where he was suddenly second. And he just like, when no one was watching, did they just like, I guess it's just someone in the pits just has to press the lap button every time they go past. Did they just press it twice? Because it just feels like, I'm not saying he was cheating, but it does look <laughs> I mean, That is cheating. That is cheat. I am saying he was cheating. Right. Red Bull cheated <laughs> by... Skipping her <laughs> okay. Or
0: No he, he basically He did pretty well He got up to about 8th or 7th Or something like that Before uh, before the rain came And then as he came in If you watch his in lap He overtook No it would have been Ricardo wouldn't it Ricardo and Science Coming into the pit So he got two places then And then he did it at the perfect time to get back out again um, and overtake everybody else. So he, yeah, they Red Bull called him in at exactly the right time, basically, and that got him. That got him the rest of the way. He'd have done. He'd have done all right to get, you know, a, a, a small haul of points if it hadn't rained. But the rain flattered him, and he's good at the rain. In mm. fairness,
2: true, true, true. He did well.
0: Yeah, well done.
1: Well done. Perez, however, his ty- yeah, you're right. His tyre gamble went wrong, um, but he couldn't blame it on the weatherman because his mate got it right Uh, but the question i want to ask you is earlier this week christian horner was at the james bond premiere what role would horner play if he was in a james bond film
2: me
0: (laughs) of course we have inside experience of james how
1: many times have you been in bond oh you have been in a fucking bond film
0: thank you sorry
1: what was i thinking
0: new listeners should probably know about this I was in a James Bond film. That's the story. Which one was it? And
1: what part did you, um, What role called. did you play, Terry?
2: Geeky spot in the background when Q's underground unrealistic lair gets hacked.
0: Yeah, it was tremendous. Okay. This was in Skyfall.
2: I was very depressed. And at one point on the day, I was there for three days at Pinewood Studios. I was super depressed. And at one point, Daniel Craig, as James Bond runs past me, because I'm sat like on a chair and he has to run past me. It's like a it's a cut scene where he, he does a little kind of lap dance <laughs> and everyone's like whoa mate you should probably look at, I know this guy's attractive but you know the world's on fire the world is not enough and there's well, no there's time to die where there, there's a point where Daniel Craig as James Bond not even Daniel Craig the actor but Daniel Craig being James Bond runs past me with like a couple of inches away from me and I should be thinking fuck me that's cool and I was just going to go yeah it's a bit of shit isn't it wow <laughs> so but was that it was actually, kids. was it ever in the film? The running bit was, the, the table dance, the lap dance. I think they cut. So your,
0: we, um, but you, you are in it. Because otherwise the film you. was, yeah.
1: Okay, right. So we're saying, we're saying that Horner Christian would be.
0: would be me. Would be I you. think he'd be one of the really shit henchmen. That like the quite ineffective one that is usually one of the first to get killed by Bond.
1: Okay. I Which, face,
2: it; would be a better role for me. Like it would be like James Bond comes in, he goes, "Oh, I've got, oh, like, I've got a cracked rib, mate. So just, <laughs> just <laughs> go easy on me. Head cut off, or something. big carting." Oh, so
1: I'm ill. I'm ill.
2: Oh, I'm <laughs> really ill. Uh, it might be COVID. I'm so just you, waiting I mean, for a you test. Can punch me. Yeah. You can punch me, but I'm not wearing a mask because I'm in Britain, bizarrely. And uh, you can punch me, but you might get COVID, James Bond. That should
0: be the whole. That should be the whole plot of No Time to Die. Is James Bond just going
2: wear a fucking mask? <laughs>
0: Uh, it would would get very bad numbers in the UK at the moment unfortunately because everyone's a twat never mind in Germany we like following orders
2: (laughs) and that's never gone badly in the past
0: (laughs) Uh. McLaren
1: I feel so sorry for Norris, but not because of what happened on the track, but because of what happened afterwards. Everybody's been saying, oh, they want to hug him and they felt sorry for him. But that is why I feel sorry for him. He drove a great race and he cocked it up at the end and he won't do it again. I also feel sorry for him because he tweeted, head high, my time will come. Terry, would you tell the hypothetical FF1S racing team that you are hypothetically driving for to shut up if we told you to come in for a tyre change?
2: I question the legitimacy of this question because (laughs) we all know if I was in the... I mean, if there was... This is the branding. No, 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 no. If I was in the FF1S racing team, if there was an FF1S racing team... I don't think Chica, me, or you would even get a test driving role. <laughs> yeah. Phil, I think, would be a good number two driver.
0: I'd stand at the back with headphones. I think. Yeah, but I do promotional but, days in, L- in L- 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 Riga.
2: <laughs> so the idea that I would make it to the pit stops—hypothetical, raining. Yeah, even hypothetically, I cannot imagine me. Getting to the pit
0: stops. Let's say, let's say our washed-up world champion from 15 years ago has got COVID, and we needed a reserve driver, and we brought you in, and you bring me in and go, Terry,
2: can you think of a reserve driver? <laughs> yeah. Of course, I tell the team to fuck off.
0: I'll do your, it anyway.
2: <laughs> your default position.
0: Fuck off! Every, every single yeah. communication throughout the race. <laughs> okay, we're just going to do a by point check. Fuck off! <laughs> what are all these buttons? <laughs> Maybe instead, of, instead of having a pit confirm button, you just to acknowledge that you'd heard the message. Fuck off! Shut
2: up! <laughs> That's kind of how Formula 1's going. As always, I'm a trailblazer, because the drivers are getting more and more shitty on the radio, and I think that's my influence in the Formula 1 world. Okay, Terry, get in there. That's P1, mate. Fuck off! (laughs) It's not P1, it's a winner. Why are you always saying P P number? That is stupid. I hate that in Formula 1 your first your second your third your fourth we've got words in the english language up to 20th that we can use for position what position am i in i'm 17th oh are you p17 no 17th is quicker than saying p17 there's a whole less syllable if you say 17th and who gives a shit if you're 17th why do you need to know fuck off that's good
1: yeah you tell it them Touch
2: a nerve
0: yeah okay uh yeah
1: all right well let's move on from that because it hasn't gone down well has it um oh, yeah. ricardo everyone is yeah, talking about there. his teammate but he came fourth didn't he that's did pretty he... good <laughs>
0: did he I come mean, in fourth
2: he did well in terms of he finished fourth when a lot of other drivers went off ahead of him he's definitely doing better than he was the first half of the season he won the last race but you know let's not get cocky all right
0: then <laughs> He still, uh, uh, particularly, it wasn't quite so bad during the race, but particularly in qualifying, he still looked that uh, that he couldn't drive the car that well, which makes me think that uh, Monza was an absolute fluke. But then he flew to fourth, so what do I know? I don't know. Well done, I guess.
1: All right no. then, Ferrari. Sign stepped up and reminded us that he's a good driver in a currently not that exciting car. And Leclerc also had a great drive until he did a Norris and stayed out too long. But were you surprised at how well they did, kind of considering everything? Yes. Because uh, I was.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I'm just kind of... I find it hard to keep caring about Ferrari, to be honest. Something about the fact that mm-hmm. they're all... That everyone's like, they're the greatest team ever, when they haven't won anything in bloody ages. Sort of puts
2: me off them well, now. Well, going back to the Schumacher thing, is you forget that Schumacher won their first championship since, like, 1979 or something ridiculous. And then, what well, since Schumacher, it's only Raikkonen that's won, isn't it? And that was a fluky... A title, you yeah. Know, he won... He won by mistake. Oh, yes. I don't think, he, I think then, he was even trying to win it. Exactly. So it's been like another 20 years. And it's just like, oh, do you know what? Do you know what? Fuck Ferrari. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck <them." laughs> it all went downhill when they opened like Ferrari World in Dubai. You're just like, I cannot get I, anyone the, who supports this team.
0: It's in Abu Dhabi, actually.
2: Oh. oh it's,
0: it's, it's a different Emirate, Terry.
2: All those Emirates look the same to me.
0: Wow. Classic Ooh. Austrian. <laughs> no, Austria's a very different country Oh is it is it? Well Abu Dhabi yeah. is a very different emirate from Dubai, I'll have you know anyway. Uh, yeah, I went to I went to Ferrari World not long after it opened. Actually I went while well, it was being built and i looked around it, but I went not long after it, it, like? it opened and I was like eh has one really amazing roller coaster and the rest of it's just kinda of like eh, Yeah, like Ferrari. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, pretty
2: so, decent. Chi Chica and Phil, I'm gonna ask you both a question about Ferrari. So, same question to number one and number two. If you see a Ferrari in the street, do you think ooh, or do you think wanker?
0: I mean, I think wanker. Ooh. I think ooh because I like cars, and I have to say, well the brand largely needs to be called, the cars are amazing. The road cars are amazing.
2: Yeah, but the people who own the cars. Yeah, that that is not Jamiroquai, always Chris Evans.
0: Yeah, that's not always <laughs> inaccurate. But uh, the cars themselves—I mean, been lucky enough to drive a few of them. They are you get in there and you go oh god damn it it's really good i mean you sort you almost want to hate it because the the brand in so many ways is so insufferable and then you drive the car and you're like fuck it's amazing
1: yeah i think it's wankers to be honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a radio transmission yeah okay
1: aston martin Well, these guys look shit. Inter-team contact and the re-emergence of Gobby Radio Vettel. Do you think Vettel holds a grudge?
0: I didn't hear Gobby Radio Vettel. What did he say?
1: He was... What was he shouting about? God. I think it was...
2: The weather probably getting (laughs) old. Uh, The Germans love the fucking weather. That's what I've learned. Not like the Brits. Jesus Christ. No, you. Th- we think the Brits have got the fucking top dog on talking about the weather.
0: Nothing compared to the Germans. Really? Honestly, do we think Vettel holds a grudge? No, I don't think Vettel holds a grudge. I think. Uh, okay. I think he doesn't care about Formula One anymore. Really, he's just. But why was Christian happy. Horner? Why was Christian
2: Horner at the premiere James Bond and not the people from the Aston Martin team? He probably got a plus one <laughs> with uh, Spice remember, Girl.
1: Remember also. Remember, yeah, I was going to say he's married to a Spice Girl. Spice Girl's a national treasure. James Bond's oh, a yeah. national
0: treasure ergo
1: yeah quid
0: and plus there were loads of there were were at least two motoring journalists I know who were at the premiere as well so they were inviting pretty much anyone not many, we I didn't get an invite, and I was in it. <laughs> Not this one. though, you're in one of the old you better wouldn't. ones.
2: They use some of the old footage. I'm like Peter Cushing in the new Star Wars. They just like they've scanned my body. <laughs> they got so a digital. I am actually the extra in every scene
0: of every film from now on. It's just me. That would be amazing if in the background there's like a CGI Terry Saunders just looking up, going. <laughs> you know, there's
2: the the, the Wilhelm scream
0: yeah. that they use in films. Yes, that I'm ah! the Wilhelm
2: person. You're Vil- Vil- you Wilhelm. the background. <laughs> yeah. Every CGI character you see in film. Is based on me. Yeah,
0: Smaug, uh, Gollum. No, the
2: background ones. No, the back, I'm not. You King know, Kong. that's Andy Serkis. Okay. I'm all the background people. Were you played by Andy Serkis? Played by, or am I Andy Serkis? Ooh. You know,
1: Alpha Tauri. Speaking of oh. getting off track,
2: uh. Jesus Christ, Sunoda is a fucking. Sorry, I just, I'm just. i not even going to let you have your comments. No, no, yeah, go on, bit, go Chica. on. No, no, you no,
1: don't. No, no, you no, do. no, 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 no. I don't know why. Sorry. I mean, you know, apparently I'm holding this team together, but go on, you do it. <laughs> let's see what... Sorry, let's see Chica. How, No, 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 Please Terry, come on. read your on. paragraph. One, two, three, four, five. I can't write numbers. You're going to take the piss. So off you go. Go on, <laughs> you read it. Go on. I'm just... No, Chico, I want to hear no. it. No, I'm not no. doing it.
2: Gasly makes Betel look kind of forgiving though after some team time mistakes. He called Sochi a weekend to forget. Not likely, mate. Tsunoda was awful <laughs> again. The only team he could beat was Haas. The shame. Tsunoda. He's, he's back in for next year. You be me now. G- g- go on, do a, do a Terry comment on this.
1: <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Whoa. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty
0: accurate. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty good. All right. <laughs>
2: okay, so for comic relief this year, we should do a, a, cha- a charity swapathon. Uh, oh fuck! I don't just... care about Alpha Terry I don't care about Alpine. I don't care about Alpha Romeo. Let's go to the standings with Terry Saunders. <laughs> what about Williams?
1: Uh, do you want to no. talk about Sonoda?
0: He's terrible. Oh, sorry, he's terrible. I can't believe Arby he's felt. got driving. Oh, he's terrible. He's had he a before. lot of races. He's oh, not got any. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I mute Terry?
0: Gasly was very angry. Mm. Gasly was very angry all weekend he basically accused the team of completely screwing everything for him and which they kind of did point. yeah yeah so alright know, shame so, but Sino so I can't believe he's got another I can't believe he's got another year he's terrible I know he's uniformly I know. terrible he's sort of hilarious in his character but you've got to back that up with good driving and he hasn't and uh, they should get rid of him and bring I don't know some other sacrificial Red Bull Academy driver in bless
1: Alpine Alonso was ace. He overtook the stappen at one point. And he got the best finish of the season, even if it is only sixth. Ocon also thought the rain couldn't touch him, though. Do you think if it rains in the next couple of races that they will all pit immediately? Because I don't think anyone is going to risk it now.
2: I think they're all going to start the next few races on inters, just to be <laughs> but I've, come out of re- I've come out of my stroppy retirement because how did Alonso cut the first fucking eight corners of the first lap? And not get in trouble.
0: Well, not only did he do that, he also rehearsed it during uh, practice, I think, because Karun Chandot pointed it out. He was like, Oh, Alonso <laughs> there is uh, just scoping out the uh, start, and then lo and behold, he's been exactly rehearsing what he did. that
2: move since Singapore 2008, <laughs> isn't he? He's just like, oh, I, how can I cheat in this race? That was 13 <laughs> years ago, Jesus. And never forget. Oh,
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bit cheeky, but uh, you can sort of get away with that in the opening lap. It's like, oh, the craziness, I had to jump everything and get a brilliant position. You know, he was a wily old fox, isn't he? Mm. He's still not going to win another championship. Bless him.
1: Alfa Romeo. So we all thought Raikkonen wouldn't come back after his alleged COVID, but it seems that coronavirus actually did him some good. He finished in the points and you went to pit. Gyvenazi. That is
2: one of the symptoms of long COVID.
1: (laughs) Gyvenazi, whoever had his radio hacked by the Russians, and so missed all the useful chat about tire changes. Would he have been any good if he did have radio?
2: Phil, take the fifth on that question because my state of F one is all about that
0: very subject. All right. Uh, Who knows? Uh, I don't know
2: Williams
1: Russell was in third place on the grid and I for some reason thought oh my god is he going to get a podium then I remembered he was in a Williams and he was lucky to scrape a point
0: it was quite funny he did manage to stay in, in I think it was third for quite a long time didn't he because until it started raining and going crazy it was quite hard to overtake at Russia hmm. and he was just had a big old train of cars behind him he was just going Bum, dum, 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 dum.
1: rain should be a rule in, in Sochi because otherwise, it's a boring Spooklers.
0: track. Yeah, the longer time Bernie goes Jefferson on. said it, and we all mocked The him. longer time goes on, the more Bernie looks like he was right.
1: Haos!
2: Ha ha
0: Haas, 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 house. That was Ina Kleiner Haas music by Terry Saunders and Phil Tromans. we he's talking to which. Why the fuck did they do the national anthem? I don't know what the reason was for that. I missed it. What happened? They
2: actually gave a reason. They did. They said, we're not doing the national anthem. Here's some ballerina doing
0: like Tchaikovsky or something. No, I was going to say, is anything to do with them being banned from the Olympics? But Russia, but most sports not an Olympic sport yet, so I don't know. And they don't give a shit about weird, mm. it, It's a shame <laughs> as well, because the, the Russian, the Russian national anthem is a banger.
1: It's fucking good, what,
2: isn't what it?
0: What is it? It's good. It's one of the good ones. Uh, so mm. I was a bit, a bit of a shame. Bring out a massive 60-strong voice, male voice choir, bang it out. Everyone's like, yes, Russia. But they didn't.
1: That's a shame. But then it was a good race, so it doesn't
0: really matter.
1: Mm, yeah, but it would have been the absolute icing on the cake, wouldn't it? So what
0: actually happened was there was a ballerina on a piano.
1: <sighs> yeah. God, that shit. And it? all the
2: drivers had to look at her, and they were all obviously kind of ogling a bit, to the point that I reckon that they're. Um, I did my favourite tweet ever, which was. <laughs> Are you pl- I said plugging in ha- own. No, tweet? I just it was you know you know when you do a tweet and you're like fuck this is this is going to go viral yeah. and I think and it it got like two always does
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: And the tweet was, watching all the drivers ogle this um, ballerina, was they're going to have some difficulty getting into the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Like, like a, a bone hooker's of a penis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the halo. It's weird. They only get got some, two some likes, is not it? Yeah. yeah. It's a
2: fucking good tweet, that. They're going to have Difficulty. Stifical- sure. yeah, no, yeah, what yeah, a great oh, word. Oh,
0: yeah, no, fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I and don't know the halo.
1: A, like, hmm. maybe that's just you that fancies ballerinas on.
2: There was definitely one shot of one of the drivers who even just like doing that kind
0: of like... Whoop, <laughs> kind of neck, <laughs> like he was in sort of some, away. some 60s Wait, sex again? comedy. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: okay. We, anyway, back about? to uh, yeah, back to Hass. Oh, fuck Haas. No. Yeah,
2: whatever. One of, them, one of them died, one of them didn't. I don't know. Uh...
1: Mazapan was finally welcomed back to the motherland and to celebrate I'm he decided to adopt the national tradition of aggressive defensive moves Nazdrovia what do you think Russian F1 fans think of their comrade
2: I tell you now Chica you doing a Russian accent gives me flashbacks to my dumping earlier this year So thanks. I thought you were going
0: to say my time on the James Bond film but okay
2: <laughs> no, she would often say Nazdravya <laughs> What
1: when she dumped you Thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and then
2: think Then she'd Maz- hum dumping the, you the, the in Russian edition of aggressive defensive moves. Nastroya.
0: <laughs> 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 and then. <Fuck> then. Off. <laughs> Shut up! Wow. I Jesus would like Christ. to think that Mazepin is the most Liked of the Russian <laughs> She was Russian.
2: Yes. <laughs> We've been, We've been through about this, so. Chica. I know, but I'm in so. James Bond, and I just I got wanted to bring it up again. A, a Russian double agent. Um, It's the only reason I can see. And then she was just like, oh, you have no agency. You're being very uh, codependent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Putin was nominated as the most attractive man in Russia this year.
2: And he got driver of the day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All of which brings us to the standings with Terry
2: Saunders. In first place, with 100 wins, it's Lewis Hamilton. In second place, there's 90 fans for every critical tweet. It's fucking Max Verstappen. In third place, 80 days till I'm out of here, it's Valtteri Bottas. Fourth place, 70 <laughs> ignored messages to pit. it's Lando Norris. Fifth place, 60 laps on the Inters, it's Sergio Perez. Sixth place, 50 ways to leave your teammate in the dust, it's Carlos Sainz. So, from now on, it's... Um I'm bored and tired and drunk. So it's going to be a Christmas song. So in seventh place, it's Charlotte Leclerc with 12 taxes not paying. Eight is Ricardo, 11 shoe is drinking. Ten teammates are thrashing gasly Nine corners cutting Alonso. Eight Esteban Oconing Ocon. <laughs> Seven <laughs> sevens a sweeping metal. Six races, fucked up, stroll. Five gold rings Tsunoda, Four calling cards Russell. Three more chances. Two kiss George. That's Latifi. Two races, Miss Rackon. Alan Partridge, giovinazzi <laughs> <laughs> oh Merry Christmas, everyone. And then I thought, for the teams, because weather's in the news, Mm -hmm. we should do the weather systems that uh, the teams use. And then I remembered a song from my childhood, and (laughs) I didn't remember that the first line of this song has a Formula One driver in it, so it's perfect. So, in first place with Mercedes... Ayrton Senna's got the voice of a tenor. In second place, Peter Snow sings very low as Red Bull. In third place, Mark Pirano is a soprano as McLaren. And in fourth place, John Ketley, John Ketley, John <laughs> Ketley is a weatherman. Ferrari, fifth place, John Ketley is a weatherman, a weatherman, a weatherman. Alpine, John Ketley is a weatherman and so is Michael Fish, <laughs> AlphaTauri. Simon Parkins always larking, Aston Martin. Eric Lane is the same. <laughs> Jonathan Ross collects Moss. And John Ketley, John Ketley, John Ketley is aware the man, aware the man, aware the man. John Ketley is aware the man. And so is Michael Fish. Fish. So next week for the standings, I'll be doing uh, that Spitting Image song,
0: Throw a mm-hmm. Chicken in the Air, and other songs, other novelty songs from the 80s. Brilliant. I look forward to the uh, the stonk.
1: And now, for the man of the match of driving. <laughs> Lando Norris. Lando Norris. happened?
2: Um. Wow. Mm. That guy that fucked it up. <clears throat> huh,
0: interesting.
1: And now it's time for the State of F1
2: with Terry Saunders. The hero of the Russian Grand Prix was Antonio Giovinazzi, who had to get his beautiful head head around that bewilderingly strategy race with absolutely no radio or communication from the team. They'd even lost a pit board. For years, I've advocated the driver being left out on the track on their own and not mollycoddled through all the problems that an orchestra of people back at base try and solve on their behalf. It should be the driver, an intrepid explorer using their wits to navigate the confusing melee of a modern Grand Prix and prove how good a driver they are. And in the case of Giovinazzi, finished 13th. Which I know isn't the hero's journey I'm implying, but that's because the odds were stacked against him. All the other drivers were cheating with all that data. If they'd all had no radio, then actually I expect Giovinazzi would have done a lot worse. But anyway, think, if all the top drivers weren't informed about irritatingly precise bands of rain arriving on specific laps, then would Lewis have stayed out another lap? Would he have gone off? Would he have won his 100th race making an inspired decision to pit on his own? Or, more likely, would they have all crashed, which would be hilarious. But don't worry, I have a solution. The solution to radio is radio waves sections of the track that are split with jaggedy lines that the drivers have to weave down if they want to make or receive a radio message like threading through the polystyrene bollards if they go off there's a significant time penalty unless you're Alonso so if they really need to know about the weather then just finding out is going to cost them time a bit like when the speaking clock was a thing is it still a thing I don't know (laughs) do we know the speaking
0: clock still a thing I have no idea
2: well, I found out that it kind of is, kind of isn't. But I've also found out there's a German-speaking oh. clock. It's actually a Belgian-speaking clock. So I was going to ring it live on air, because I thought we could... Uh, like, Bel- like, like, we are a local radio.
0: <laughs> Belgian-speaking clock? Was it in Flemish?
2: No, it's, there's a German-language Belgian-speaking clock.
0: Wow, that's very specific. It's
2: ringing. 18 <laughs>
0: Hey. <laughs> okay, it's just going to go through forever. And that's good. That probably
2: cost me like twenty
0: euros. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That good. Probably the first person to call in uh, in quite a while. That is it
1: from us. It is goodbye to Phil Tromans
0: Goodbye. Oh, I haven't got one. And Terry Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't had time to talk about Roman Grosjean,
2: who's doing very well on IndyCars. <sighs> well done, him, Bollocks! Proving, like many Formula One drivers, that IndyCar is easy. <laughs> plug the mailing list.
0: Just plug sure, mailing list. list. We've actually been pretty good with the newsletter. We've we've done one every week. That's pretty good for us. And it's marginally entertaining, I think, even though we say so ourselves. So that should sign up. That should be our sl- that should be our new slogan.
2: <laughs> FF1S. We've only forgotten one. <laughs> Sometimes it's all right.
1: And it's marginally entertaining. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss the Turkish Grand Prix in Turkey. But in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash for F1Sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1Sake. And you can buy merch, can't you, Terry?
2: We haven't had time to talk about it. My PCR test has just come through and it's negative. Yeah. This is amazing news, but also I've just wasted 50 euros. So oh, I'm it. sorry. You can go to the, <laughs> So if you want to spend, I'd say 50 euros on merchandise, but we only get a small cut. So you probably have to spend 300, <laughs> 400 pounds on t-shirts that are woefully out of date. Just to make me my money back on my PCR test, go to ffs.com forward slash shop, 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 PCR, PCR, PCR. We sell branded PCR kits for only 80 euros. <laughs> Stop doing that. I told you back when Heike Kovalainen was a driver, we should have Heike Kovalainen PVR tests. And you were just going, oh no. PVR tests? What are PVR
0: tests? PVC tests. <laughs> Terry, I did what you said. We've got 14,000 P- P- PVC tests. All right, Matt Hancock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brilliant!
1: Thanks for listening. See you in a fortnight. I've been Chigarez. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.